0: You're listening to Ingredipedia, a factual food fight podcast where every episode Ben and I swap some cool facts about a specific ingredient. My name's Emily Naismith.
1: And I'm Ben Birchall. Hello, Emily. Hello. Pretty excited about the ingredient we're talking about in this episode. I know, episode. you've been
0: wanting to um, do the maple syrup for a long, long time and I've just said no because you're, you have an unfair advantage. You wrote like a think piece about it <laughs> so yeah, many years ago. It's pretty
1: exciting. Normally I have to pick something from the Smithsonian Magazine or like <laughs> Civil War Times and just basically read out somebody else's article. But tonight I get to read out my own article, which is pretty exciting. Um, so what are we talking about?
0: Yeah, we're talking about maple syrup. I think I said that. Oh. Uh, (laughs) um but yeah
1: (laughs) uh yeah sorry i've just got so excited about being able to talk about something i wrote uh that i've I've, uh, completely forgotten what is being said
0: that's okay why don't we we've got three rounds three little fact battles let's get into it okay let's do it okay so i was watching play school the other day with my son Mm -hmm. and it was this episode about canada and um, as I looked through the round window, there was a kid there with a stack of pancakes and a jar of maple syrup because it's a particularly Canadian thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like if someone you know goes to Canada, they're definitely bringing you back a little bottle of um, maple syrup. But, um, and side note, I didn't learn this on Play School, but 85% of the world's maple syrup is produced in Canada, which is a lot. That is Anyway, this kid on play school showed us how they make maple syrup. So she hammered this little tap-shaped nail into a hole in a tree and out pours maple sap, like which becomes maple syrup. Like I think I knew that maple syrup came from maple trees before this, in like a vague sense, but I didn't know you just hammer a little, a little tap in and out pours maple, basically maple syrup. It's like magic faraway tree scenes to me. It's, um, it's wild. It is anyway that's all they showed on play school but i wanted to find out how the maple sap that came out of the tree turned into maple syrup for this very back to basics fact um, so they collect the sap from the sugar maple trees in canada at in february um, towards the start of spring when the sap is flowing um, and the sap itself is pretty much all water there's like uh, a little bit of sweetness in there it's like between one and four percent sugar and then they boil the maple sap in big machines called evaporators and the water evaporates and it comes out as maple syrup. Wild. Um, <laughs> I just find it so amazing that nature can produce something like so sweet and I'm aware of honey and I know that's also <laughs> amazing, but I just love learning how things you, grow. You know that sugar
1: comes from I, I like know sugar, but it's just like and... a bit harder to like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you no. just
0: boil it and you get this yeah. like delicious, delicious No, treat. it's
1: pretty wild that like so much sap comes out of the tree yeah. like for these certain like you know six to eight weeks a year they're just like these trees are just like if you tap them in the right spot yeah this stuff just flies out of them it's and amazing. you boil it and it's delicious
0: so um for one season 40 liters of sap um can come out of the tree which makes just one liter of maple syrup which is like I don't know. I guess that makes sense because maple syrup is quite expensive. But anyway, after watching this episode of Play School, my son wanted to make chia puddings, which they made on the show. Mm-hmm. So he did. And I got the maple syrup out of the cupboard, except it wasn't actual maple syrup. Oh, no. I know. No, You've been <laughs> Well, I did know that there's like a real maple syrup and a fake maple syrup, but I just didn't really care and I didn't think it mattered enough and I didn't really think about it too much. But all this talk about maple trees and tapping them made me really want to get the real deal and work out what the difference is. So, yeah, there's two kinds of maple syrups you'll find in the supermarket, real maple syrup from maple tree and maple flavoured syrup. Mm. So real maple syrup has just one ingredient, which is maple tree sap. And maple flavoured syrup is like artificially produced through an industrial process that uses sweeteners like white sugar or our friend high fructose corn syrup <laughs> <laughs> um, mixed in with artificial maple flavouring.
1: So, side, side note, mm. should we do a high fructose corn syrup episode? We should. Okay. Yeah, we should. Definitely. All right,
0: um, so all this being said, can we actually taste the difference? Mm. I hope I can. Um <laughs> So, I um, don't know. Let's leave it a go. We can both taste it and we can both like, it won't be like a blind. Oh, do you want to do a blind taste? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So I've just put um, a little pieclet on the plate for you with one dollop of real maple syrup mm-hmm. and one dollop of um, fake maple syrup. Okay. see how you go.
1: All right. All right. It's two dollops. One is lighter than the other. And the and like very smooth And the other one has some bubbles in it I'm going to go the lighter, smoother one first mm-hmm. I'm getting too much pikelet in it Hang on. <laughs> It's nice, it's sweet It's mapley. Alright, let's go for number two Darker one Mm. It's way more mapley. I would say suspiciously mapley. Mm. It's delicious, but I think it's the fake one.
0: You're right. Yes. Well done.
1: But I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I know it's bad, and you should eat yeah. the organic, good stuff with one ingredient. Yeah. But fake maple syrup, like that's what you get at the pancake parlor, right? Like, I know.
0: I looked that up. Mm. I couldn't believe that.
1: It's actually still. Mm. It's pretty good.
0: (laughs) Let me see if I can taste the difference. I think, like, they both are delicious and I would happily pour them on anything. But after so long of having the maple flavoured syrup, when I tried the maple syrup, Mm. it was definitely more complex. And I don't know, it just... It might have just been my mind, like, trying to, like, come to terms with the fact that this bottle cost $9, <laughs> but it definitely was better for me.
1: Well, I've got one here that costs seventeen ninety nine. Maybe yeah, we should wow. try that one. <laughs> Let's try that one. <laughs> but I think also um, maybe there's a bit of nostalgia in the maple-flavored syrup because mm. that's what you get at, like, McDonald's on their hotcakes. That's mm. not real maple syrup. Yeah. At the Pancake Parlor, which uh, for international listeners is a, is a big kind of... Uh, Pancake chain in Australia That's next to most cinemas and
0: I think it's only in Victoria I think in oh, Sydney wow. they have Pancake Pancake kitchen or something I There's been like a big dive into Pancake Parlour Wars on the Hamish and Andy podcast, if anyone's okay. um, interested. But it's very interesting. There's don't, a lot of drama behind the scenes. don't jump off our no, podcast I mean, and listen to Hamish and I mean, and they're Andy's. kind of on par with us. So, I mean, it's <laughs> good to give a shout out to some up and comers.
1: <laughs> good on them. Good on them. They're having a go and that's yeah. what we
0: like. <laughs> but congratulations, Ben. That worked out a bit um, better for you than the olive oil taste yeah, test. Yeah, the
1: olive oil taste <laughs> test. I was like, what? Like, I got it all wrong. So, mm. I'm really glad I, I I won a blind tasting Uh, And it was win-win because also I got to eat some delicious pikelet with uh, both kinds of maple syrup. Mm. Okay, Emily, you mentioned that there is... uh, Maple sap is basically made up of water and and fructose. Uh, So that is true, but there's a little bit more going on and uh, I wanted to, to... go very academic this is an article from the conversation Mm -hmm. the uh academic uh digital publication uh by uh, a professor sebastian cardinal who is a professor in i don't know it's it's in french because he's from the university of quebec some sort of organic professor of some sort of organic chemistry i guess uh Yeah, that'd be it. And uh, Amy McMacken, who's a candidate for um, a a doctorate from the University of Quebec. They're a, a research team, and they've been digging into the molecular structure of Canada's favorite export, maple syrup. So... Uh, They say that because of its unique natural source and manufacturing process, maple syrup contains bioactive molecules whose benefits go far beyond the simple pleasure of a sweet treat. Okay. Yeah, you're leaning in. Yeah. The main components of maple syrup are sucrose and water. Glucose and fructose also contribute to the sweet taste of the syrup, but to a lesser extent. And while these three simple carbohydrates are sources of energy, maple syrup is also an excellent source of manganese and riboflavin or vitamin B2, as well as a significant source of other vitamins and minerals like zinc, potassium, calcium, and magnesium. So superfood, basically. Um, but the composition of phenolic compounds of maple syrup is even more impressive than that. Since the beginning of the 20th century, researchers have discovered more than 100 of these molecules in plants. Many of them are antioxidants and contribute to the taste, aroma, color of maple syrup and are responsible for its recent superfood status. So it actually it so is a superfood. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. Um, one of the most promising phenolic co- components In terms of its biological activities According to this article Is a molecule found nowhere other than in maple syrup So it's got its own compound That exists nowhere else And it's just in the syrup It's not even in the unprocessed sap okay. So it needs to go through the boiling process yeah. and, and becoming a sort of sugary syrup The molecule has been called Quebecol Named after Quebec Um, the province where the majority of the world's maple syrup production originates, 85%, as you said. There's some that comes from other parts of Canada, Vermont in the United States, um, and and other parts of the United States produce some, but Quebec is the home of maple syrup, hence the name. Uh, uh, Quebecol is a polyphenolic compound uh, carrying several phenol groups, first isolated in 2011 uh, by a team at the University of Rhode Island. And they've been... Doing some testing with this compound and with uh, with maple syrup in in general, early laboratory studies showed that Quebecol inhibited cell proliferation of breast cancer and colon cancer, uh, but only in uh, only a small quantity of polyphenol could be isolated, and these tests didn't go beyond the preliminary stage. So. You know, it's early days. um, More than 20 liters of maple syrup are needed to isolate less than a milligram of Quebecol. So it's kind of hard to, yeah.
0: You need to buy the world's uh, storage of maple syrup. Pretty much. To do this. Buy (laughs) or steal.
1: The author's 2021 study showed that Quebecol's anti inflammatory properties may benefit periodontal disease, uh, a severe infection of the gums. Uh, and they expect additional studies to be published later this year. This is an article just from March this year, including one showing that Quebecol might help with the treatment of a skin condition. Okay. So there's a bit of uh, study going on, but always comes with a warning. The studies don't propose using maple pure maple syrup as a medicinal agent against different conditions.
0: So, so this isn't like putting it on your skin. This no. is like ingesting it. This
1: is uh, basically... It, Injecting, I think, oh, okay. uh, like a huge, like basically, you know, uh, hundreds of liters of yeah. of maple syrup. So in order to like, given I mean, the quantity, that
0: wouldn't be super healthy. That's you. what they're saying. <laughs> uh,
1: the, thank you to the uh, doctors uh, behind this study. Given the quantity of maple syrup, one would have to eat to get the necessary necessary dose of Quebecol. The harms from a massive ingestion of sugar would obscure any benefit. Yeah, okay. So Quebecol Damn. might be good, and, and I look forward to uh, further studies coming out from this team. But eating enough maple syrup to have any positive effects would likely kill you. So um, we'll watch with interest.
0: R.I.P., I guess.
1: <laughs> what a way to go.
0: <laughs> okay, so last episode when we covered oil, I conquered my fear of deep frying. Mm. Um, and deep frying is way more technical than how I usually cook, which is very vibe based, not <laughs> precision based. So I was on a bit of a high after using a thermometer properly and <laughs> making the best thing I've ever made through the deep fried olives. Um, so for the maple syrup episode, I found a recipe for maple butter. Oh. So um, I'd never had it before. So I was very intrigued. And you can imagine it working, you know, on pancakes or... Like things that you'd have maple syrup and butter. So you can just like combine them. Yeah. Um, like pancakes, French toast, banana bread.
1: Just straight into your eyeballs. Yeah. Like, yeah. However, <laughs> on, your, on your skin condition. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, so this recipe I found was really simple in the fact that I only had one ingredient, which is maple syrup. But also quite tricky because it involved a lot of temperature stuff, uh, which is very outside my usual remit. And anyway, I tried it. Let's just say I didn't exactly succeed, but um, let me go through what I did so you can learn from my mistakes and perhaps try it yourself and um, see how you go. So maple butter, making it from maple syrup, is all about the controlled crystallization of sugar. So when you make caramel sauces, Um, you're trying to prevent sugar crystallization. But when you're making maple butter, you're aiming to force the sugar to crystallize in just the right way to achieve the correct soft, smooth, spreadable consistency. Mm -hmm. So basically what you have to do is get some maple syrup in a pot and bring it to 112 degrees. So I bought a fancy new instant read thermometer for this. Um, It was bubbling away, 112, took it off, poured it into a bowl, put that bowl in an ice bath to rapidly cool the syrup down. So unfortunately I didn't have that much ice in my fridge so I also used hydrolyte icy bowls <laughs> to cool it down. And I don't know if that was the best idea because it took ages to come down to 15 degrees, like over half an hour, but it eventually got there. <sighs> then you take the bowl out of the ice bath, <laughs> bring it back to room temperature, which for me was like, a couple of degrees above 15. And to be honest, I didn't wait for that because it had taken so long. I started beating it. You're supposed to use a stand mixer with a paddle attachment, which I don't have. <laughs> I mean, happy to be sponsored by KitchenAid <laughs> if they're listening. So I just used a handheld electric beater, which apparently can still work. Um, Your yeah, arm muscles just get a bit more tired. So beat it for ages, like half an hour. And it should go from a dark translucent colour to a lighter opaque colour, um, which happened, happened around the 30-minute mark for me. Um, but it's also supposed to have like a grittier texture when you mm. taste it too. So, yeah, mine was like light and opaque, but it wasn't gritty. It was very smooth. That
1: doesn't sound bad It doesn't sound bad.
0: Me. I thought I was still on the right path. So I changed to beating with a wooden spoon, which is like the old-fashioned way to make it. I thought it would be a bit more like a paddle. Um, and I thought it was thickening up, but maybe I was imagining it anyway. I'd been beating it for 45 minutes by this point and my arm was really tired. So I got my husband to take over. He had to go for another 15 minutes, but then we had to leave because we had to go somewhere. I'd been making this freaking thing for two hours. (laughs) So I just poured it in a jar, put it in the fridge and I'm like, it'll set in there. Surely it will set in there. It didn't set in there. Um... (laughs) And I checked the recipe and it said, if you beat your cooked slash cooled maple syrup for a long time and it never forms a creamy opaque spread, this means the syrup wasn't concentrated enough. Your best bet is to transfer the mixture back to the pot and cook it again. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I've got no ice, got no icy They <laughs> Never doing this again. So yeah, I, I brought it in to show you. Okay. Okay. So it was like creamy. It was like opaque and light. And so I'm like... I thought like it had set, you know, within 24 hours in the fridge. By the time I checked it in 24 hours, it looked like this.
1: Well, that just looks like maple syrup. That's maple syrup. That's well, dark, rare. like darker than maple syrup, I guess, because you boiled it down even more.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can try a bit if you want.
1: Sure. I mean, it's still maple. I don't syrup, need right? to spread it. On oh anything. yeah, it's real. It's kind of just. I mean, it's just sweeter and. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Look, it, it's the same one as this one It's, it's very much darker um, Anyway I was going to leave it there But I felt so defeated And I really <laughs> wanted maple butter So I made a cheats version With just like creaming butter And maple syrup together In a few minutes With my beaters So we can have that one too uh, Okay <laughs> Just tastes like butter and maple syrup
1: Yeah Which is There's nothing wrong with that right
0: Yeah There's nothing wrong with it, but I was really hoping to get that magical transformation from Mm. butter. I mean, from maple syrup to maple butter. Yeah. So I guess the moral here is don't try. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're very precise, try and send us some.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to take that moral and I'm going to run with it a slightly different way. I'm going to say, let other people try. Yeah. So I've let somebody else try something that I I was curious about, uh, Googled it, realized that somebody else had done it and it already had a million views. So I figured, yeah, let's go with uh, Google Foods, uh, who is a, a YouTube channel. Yeah, he's a guy who tests out kind of recipes. He's uh, he, he loves cooking meat. He loves cooking Brazilian charoscuro uh, and he tries different things with steak. Mm -hmm. including dry aging steak including dry aging steak with maple syrup and here we have the star of today's show. To be specific it is a three-bone rib roast. This is an amazing piece of meat. But today we're going to be doing something unthinkable. Not only am I going to be dry aging in maple syrup but I'm going to be doing it for a very long time. I'm talking about 169 days. This is something I've never done before and hopefully it's going to be one of the best experiences of my life. Let's find out right now. It's about to this? happen? Now it was extremely important to find the right maple syrup and as you can see this is the one. I wanted to use 100% maple Please, syrup. Another big question flavor. is how will this interact with meat? Because refined sugar just does something really weird to the meat. I've learned that through my Nutella dry aging experiment. <laughs> so how about this one here? I am excited. Looks good. I think that's the good one. Let's give it a go. Let's see. This Ooh, one smells better. It smells nice. It smells
0: more fresh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it has some pinkness. It's a little bit more tender. All right, give me your honest opinion on this one. You guys ready? Enough talking. Cheers everybody. Cheers.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Mm, it is sweet. As you chew, it gets sweeter. Mm-mm. I like it. <laughs> this one is way better.
1: Head and shoulders better than the last one, and more tender. Way more tender, mm-hmm. way more juicy. It's edible. The other one is not that edible. Boom. <laughs> Going twice. Mm-hmm. I'm very fascinated by the fact that when you actually take a bite of it, you don't taste sweetness. You have to keep chewing, and then as you chew, it's like that sweetness flows from the steak juices itself. (laughs) This steak tastes better than the real dry-aged one for the very first time. That never
0: happened. That's pretty crazy that it looked so much better, too. Does pineapple have a new challenger? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Pineapple's good for tenderizing, but maple might be good for
1: dry-aging. That's why I love to experiment, everybody. You always...
0: Wow, an experimental king! Experimental I love that. King. It looked really nice.
1: Guga, yeah. So you might have picked up from the uh, from the, uh, the, the the little excerpt that we played there. He, he has dry aged in Nutella before. It mm. didn't go well. The yeah, steak that looked, looked filthy. Very disgusting. <laughs> um, pineapple tenderizes meat. Uh, he also tried just a regular dry, like a sort of control piece of meat from the same from the same kind of meat. Exactly the same kind mm. of meat didn't work out very well. The guys it was like. They said it kind of tasted like a weird pork, but it was sort of inedible.
0: So is that because you usually dry age for less time? You would,
1: yeah. yeah. Typically dry age for not as long. Uh, and maybe y- you you would need to have it in a proper controlled environment. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. So maybe that one just kind of went a bit off. Yep. But maple syrup preserved it, made it sweeter as the, as the as his tasting buddy was saying. Kind of like the juices from within the steak. Yeah kind of became sweeter i'm kind of interested in doing it i i, I apologize i didn't have 169 <laughs> days to try it for this episode thank you guga foods for doing it for me um and i think i'm kind of in love with his his youtube channel as well
0: okay so do you know the smell of maple syrup
1: mm, yeah yeah
0: well, good for you. I'm um still working on my <laughs> oh, sense okay. of smell. But because you know the smell of maple syrup, you could potentially diagnose someone with a very rare genetic condition. Really? Yeah. So I know a lot about this condition because my nephew has it mm. and he's a legend, by the way. So the condition is called maple syrup urine disease wow. or M S U D. And I guess that's kind of what it says on the box. So within a day or two of a baby with maple syrup urine disease being born, their urine will actually smell like maple syrup. And so um, MSUD is usually picked up on the heel prick test um, done when babies are born Mm -hmm. um, because it's like a genetic disease. But only one or two babies a year are born with MSUD in Australia. So it's super rare, pretty special. Yeah, Yeah. a rare little legend. (laughs) Um, so basically MSUD is like a metabolic condition where the body can't process certain amino acids, Mm -hmm. which are the building blocks of protein, which can cause a harmful buildup of substances in the blood and urine, which can damage the brain. So it means you have to have a super low protein diet, Mm. which means you can't really eat meat, fish, cheese, eggs, pulses, nuts, which is so hard and annoying. Um, That's a lot of different food groups there. So big respect to everyone out there that has MSUD and the parents and carers of kids with MSUD that have to constantly think about the levels of protein in their food and calculate it in their head. Like, that's a lot of mental load. Um, With MSUD, you also have to have a special supplement that has the other amino acids in it which aren't affected by MSUD to help your body make protein and give you energy. So what can you eat when you have MSUD? Mm. Fruits, veggies particularly potatoes lots of great things in the world are made with (laughs) potatoes and fortunately they're low in protein um you can also get special low protein flours to use in bread and pasta and baking and lollies and soft drink are also on the cards (laughs) um so yeah i just thought it would be cool to give a little insight into that condition which doesn't usually get much time in the spotlight and shout out to my nephew charlie and anyone else that might be listening with
1: msud absolute shout out charlie (laughs) <laughs> okay, Emily, if I say these three words to you, do mm. they mean anything? Maple syrup heist
0: um, they, they don't mean anything to me as in I don't know what they mean But I know you've talked about it a lot and I probably should remember But I just don't, <laughs> I'm sorry
1: Okay, I'll, I'll get you up to speed to a a, a breaking news story from 2012 um so uh this is from an article in a magazine called Smith Journal mm-hmm. uh written by a, a a fantastic journalist named Ben Birchall. Um this is a story what I used to do um breakfast radio. I used to read the news on the 3Triple R breakfasters. Shout out to 3Triple R. I think their radiothon will still be going when we're uh when we release this um call up subscribe. Um you know I used to pull out the news stories of a morning. And this one really jumped out to me. It was food related. It was quirky. Nobody seemed to get hurt. So I could talk about it. That's sort of, that was always a bit of danger. You go to the quirky (laughs) news story and then later somebody ends up maimed and it's not so funny. Um, So I talked about it for a few days and then I really kind of got super deep on it and reading up on it. And there actually wasn't a lot after the sort of quirky news stories, there wasn't a lot of information about what it actually meant, why it happened, um, or even what it really was. But the maple syrup heist uh, happened in 2012. Uh, and it, it's uh, basically what happened is that 9,600 barrels of maple syrup were stolen from something called the uh, the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Reserve. Uh, which I'll back Backtrack a step Mm -hmm. Maple syrup Is controlled in Quebec By A cartel Like a legal cartel Okay Kind of like um, OPEC is for oil um, But for pancakes Uh, And according to Pascal Theriot uh, I can't remember how to Pronounce his surname I spoke to him Over a decade ago (laughs) An agricultural (laughs) economist From McGill University in Quebec Works like this So it's basically like There's a big federal reserve Of maple syrup It's there to make sure that uh, there's always enough maple syrup. There's not too much maple syrup in the market, so the market doesn't get flooded and prices don't tank. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like what they do with oil. If there's a good year, then the remaining syrup goes into the strategic reserve uh, and it acts as an insurance policy for lean years and also stops the market from flooding and driving the prices down.
0: I'm just imagining this huge underground pool of maple syrup.
1: Well, it's not that. It was basically a big, like a couple of big warehouses full of barrels, big metal barrels of maple syrup. So what police figured out in in 2012, 2013, when this was going on, the thieves, uh, a mixture of small time producers and opportunists rented a part of the warehouse that the Federation weren't using. This is just a big warehouse, giving them access to the stockpiled reserve. Over 12 months, they siphoned out the syrup filling some barrels with water and leaving others empty. So, you know, mm. like, eh, it was filled with water. You'll not, we won't notice this is empty. Then they sold the syrup on. Um, Quebec police have reportedly made over uh, 20 arrests in connection. That's 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 true. This was still a breaking story in 2013 when I wrote this and recovered about 500,000 kilograms of the stolen three million. But the rest was still missing at, at the time of writing.
0: Wow. So is there a black market for maple syrup? Yeah,
1: basically. The, these guys... Um, uh, Stole it, unsold it, and uh, pocketed the money. And, and they think there was also um, there was a bit of uh, a protest involved with it. Like, you know they they were they were maple syrup producers, so they knew where to sell it. And they were also saying, "Hey, screw you guys! Stop taking away our syrup and yeah, telling okay. us what our price should be." Um, I want to give you a little bit, little bit of a heist update because, as I said, this is in uh, Smith Journal uh, Volume Eight spring 2013 so slightly old it's not even on the internet i had to bring in my magazine copy yeah. um, and a little bit has happened between uh, in the ensuing nine years uh that uh, yeah a few months after the uh, that article was written uh after all those uh, uh arrests were, were kind of reported but not really being they weren't in the media five men were actually charged and eventually convicted in 2016 for the heist. So there was a guy called Richard Valliers um, who was the accused ringleader. He was sentenced to eight years in prison uh, and a $9.4 million Canadian dollar fine, which is roughly the same as Australian dollars or a bit less than American dollars, um, with an extension to 14 years if the fine wasn't paid. Uh, His dad, Raymond Valliers, he was also in on it. There was another, um, yeah, three people uh one was a new brunswick based syrup reseller he was sentenced to jail for two years uh another insider whose spouse owned the warehouse Mm, okay um he was sentenced to five years in prison uh and uh sebastian jutras who was a, a trucker who transported the stolen syrup he served eight months in prison he's out yet um, so that was in 2016 or um, actually 2017 when the sentencing happened. Just this year, it was back in the news because the Canadian Supreme Court um, overturned an appeal. Uh, Valliers had appealed his uh, $9 million fine. Uh, it was reduced to a million dollars and they reinstated it. So he still has to pay back what they estimated he made from stealing 9,600 barrels of maple syrup, which was, yeah, $9 million Canadian dollars. Um, it's not clear whether he's paid it back yet. He's still in prison. Um, and it's, yeah, it's one of the biggest known heists in Canada's history. But wait, there's more. There's one more story that popped up when I, when I dug back into this. The maple syrup heist is getting turned into a comedy series. Really? Yeah, this is from The Hollywood Reporter. Amazon Prime Video announced this is, uh, I think maybe it's July this year.
0: Next series of Fargo.
1: Yeah, it's basically, that's what I said. <laughs> it's sort of like a Far- Fargo style series. It's it's going to be called The Sticky. Um, Amazon Prime uh, 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 um, putting the money up for it. It's, yeah, inspired by the real life maple syrup heist. Mm. And one of the executive producers is Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. So... Yeah, it's real. So what are we talking about?
0: Um, I spoke about where maple syrup comes from, the magical place it comes from, and its imitation and the difference between real maple syrup and its imitation.
1: I talked about the molecular structure of maple syrup and the fact that it might be curing cancer and skin conditions.
0: And for my second fact, I tried to make maple butter the real way and then gave up and made it the cheats way.
1: And I relied on Cougar Foods, uh, who dry-aged a steak for 169 days in maple syrup, and it was delicious.
0: Mm. And the last one for me was about maple syrup urine disease, a super rare condition that's related to maple syrup.
1: And I talked about the maple syrup heist, updated you on what's happened since uh, I wrote the article and uh, looking forward to watching the TV show.
0: So you can vote for um, whose facts you found the most interesting on social media. We're going to do it a bit differently this time. We're going to put up a little Instagram story poll a week or so after the episode comes out. And so you can vote for who you thought that was the most interesting and then they'll be class the winner. But you only have 24 hours to vote, which I think will be fair because I'm noticing a lot of, like, a lot of um, lagging votes coming through for you and you only. So this is a way to cut that out. <laughs> I was about to say,
1: are you changing the rules because I keep winning? And yeah, it turns out that is exactly what's happening.
0: What's changed? Because when we used to do this podcast, I used to always win
1: um yeah social media has changed yeah, I I should say. <laughs> yeah the algorithm must be the algorithm um speaking I'm about algorithm, the algorithm yeah speaking <laughs> of algorithm drop us a review share us with your friends tweet us TikTok us whatever the kids do these <laughs> I don't days i think we're on tiktok uh, okay cool thanks